Hey there, uh, this is uh, the Bot Life Podcast. Um, my name is Nico Valley. I'm gonna, uh, we're all going to be here uh, talking about, uh, today we're going to be talking about influences. I have uh, Jimmy Fro. If you've been in the music business, or music scene here in the Valley business. business. Like, we do shit. <laughs> if you've been in the music scene for the past 10 years, you probably know him. Maybe you know him. I have but, $22 uh, in my bank account. Exactly. <laughs> That's what the business does to you. Business is booming. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to uh, hear Mario, the bass player to OK Robot. Yes, that's Sometimes. what I do. And... Uh, I have $23 in my bank account. Dang, dude, we have $45. <laughs> We're rich. Let's go buy a Botana. No Stimmy today. No, no Stimmy. Stimmy. I'm still waiting on the Stimmy. <laughs> then we have Alexis here, who is, um, I, I would say you're a roadie. For I'm a muscle. But I'm a muscle. She's a bodyguard. Yeah. She really is. Like, one time, um, I couldn't get home on time, so she loaded the car for me. Yeah. That's <laughs> what, all by herself. All, all by herself. With, with one arm. Yeah. Are we allowed to say bad words? Yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> I'd love to say bad words. Yeah, we're not thing. on FM. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about some influences here in a bit and uh, just get down to it. But uh, it's the first one of many, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, right. we're... How's, um... How was your New Year, Nick? New was Year? It, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, It was pretty uneventful. Uh, we just stayed at my parents' house. Uh, didn't do anything. Uh, I think we watched The Inside Man, which is a great movie if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah? With Denzel Washington. Shout out. He's my brother. I've never seen a bad Denzel Washington movie. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but... It was weirdly racist, though. Oh. <laughs> 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 you watch it, you watch it now. Was it's, Denzel the racist one? Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I was like, is that racist? Yeah, it's racist. Regardless. <laughs> But um, but yeah, that's all he did. Uh, uneventful. Anyone else? Jimmy, how was no, your New Year's? Do anything? <laughs> I literally got off of work and I was like, I'm gonna go to bed. And then I took a nap, woke up, then went back to sleep. It was like New Year, and then I was, <laughs> went to sleep. It was too cold, and I just I didn't have anything. I just didn't. So all of us here have uh, been playing music, um, here in the valley. Uh, y'all two, of course, Jimmy, Mario. Uh, with OK Robot um, for the past 10 years? 10? 11? Uh, yeah, 10 for the most part. For the most part. And when did, what year did it start? Because I know I'm saying 10 years, 11 years, but when, what year did it actually start? 2009. Okay, well, no, because we started, we started attempting in 2009 and we got nothing done mm-hmm. in 2009. It wasn't until 2010 that we found like a singer and a guitar player and that I actually tried like playing guitar like that I actually wrote a song oh okay so 2009 was just like a year of thinking about it mostly we were trying to write a song Mm -hmm. and we just couldn't write a song (laughs) like we would sit down in the same room and then we would like we would um play just noise Okay. <laughs> Untuned noise. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't even know how to tune. <laughs> we didn't know how to tune. So, to get to that point, though, what, like, this is where, you know, music influences, like, what influenced you to start a band? Like, with what, was there certain artists? Was there just a certain type of music? Um, what made you get to that point that you were like, I want to start a band? I think at the time it was, um, when I was like 
in middle, not middle school, but like starting high school, I knew that I wanted to start a band because I listened to Slipknot a lot. Mm -hmm. But then after that became very unrealistic to have like a nine person band (laughs) and like all that production shit. Um, I got really into Blink um, Uh and they were more of like, they were, I want to say they're kind of a bigger band than Slipknot, I guess, because they're in the mainstream. Like, as far as, like, they were able to make, like, punk seem like pop music. So, like, dare I say they were a bigger band. But also, like, just seeing their stuff, it was very, like, down to earth almost, where, Mm -hmm. like, you kind of felt like, hey, I could do this too. Because it's kind of... It's simple. It's simple. And then... Like, their shows were very simple, too. Like, there was no, like, you know, huge... Production? Yeah, it, it was just three guys... Wait, didn't have, like, uh, pyro and, like, giant fuck signs? Yeah, yeah but, I mean, but still, I mean, like... It's still just a three set. Yeah, I know. And then, like, when you think about it, you, too, can... can not the band, but... <laughs> not like, the band. You yeah, but, like, <laughs> but, like, you also can make a huge sign that says fucking... Just like and just like light it on fire. That's not impossible, but highly illegal. Well, yeah, <laughs> depending on where you do it. Yeah, <laughs> but like doing what Slipknot does and just having like rotating like trash cans and stuff. Like I, I was never gonna do that. Like I don't know. That sounds more attainable. <laughs> just banging on trash cans. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Like to me, it seemed impossible. Like just I was, get out an empty keg and open. Like oh man, I'm never gonna have that set up. Like a rotating like. <laughs> I just picture a trash can rotating. <laughs> it's just, it's just like Chris is on the trash can, just rotating. He's like getting dizzy, but he's just whacking it like over and over again. Get to the playground. Yeah. No. Yeah. But but yeah. Um. I got really into Blink, and and it was very um. It, um. Like to me, I guess they like came off as a very humble band, and just something that I could possibly do myself. Mm-hmm. And um. And so I guess at that point, um, I started learning power chords and then, and then at that point it became incredibly easy to write songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't even know how to do a power chord before. No, I didn't. No. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know how to tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know how to tune, you can't play chords. I, I, I <laughs> mean, I had, I had it easier in the sense that I wasn't the music person in the band that I was in. So it was like, I'm just writing lyrics. Just so it, if you know how to write, it, it's not, well, it's not as easy as you know how to write, but still, like I didn't have to worry about power chords, but that's crazy. You don't even know power chords in mm. 2009 and, and then... Blink-182 taught you the magic of power chords, the magic of four different chord <laughs> chords. Yeah, chord I didn't even know how to palm mute until Emily joined. Really? That was like a year and a half later, or like almost two years later. And if uh, those of you who do not know, Emily is the uh, lead singer uh, for the band OK Robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, sure. um, shout outs. She'll be on the next one um, for sure. But... So you learn power chords and you finally make the music there, but I want to go tomorrow now because um, you just were you thrust into this band, or was it something where y'all are friends in high school and just was like, hey, you want to join this band? Uh, I think it was partly just something that to do, yeah, that we could do together. Mm-hmm. But I also like at the time uh, was getting really into like 
pop punk music or just blink type music mm-hmm. in general because for a long time I was like the only thing I ever listened to was just Linkin Park <laughs> <laughs> and so I listened to like their first two albums like is it Hyper 3 and Meteora I, I wouldn't know yeah I don't know those are the two and I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know the other ones after that but like I thought that was like the greatest music of all time and mm-hmm. then like I borrowed like Jimmy's music CD case and I was like oh there's more music that's better <laughs> <laughs> or you know like different at least yeah and um yeah I, well I tried learning guitar that didn't work out and then I learned bass and that's where it stuck yeah I didn't really try doing anything more than that yeah nah it's a it's a weird thing when you start a band cause you don't really quite know how it's going to go mm-hmm. um what you're really aiming after you start <laughs> off with a mindset and then it completely changes I think I remember when, when um, I had started, uh, which actually, as weird as it is, around the same time you did, mm-hmm. probably like a year later. Actually, yeah. Uh-huh. But we didn't do anything for like three years. Because oh. Well, we that was just, us too. We, we, we started in high school and then didn't do anything until 2019. Until you're out of high school, <laughs> right? Until we had money. Yeah. 2019? <laughs> 2009, I'm sorry. <laughs> Last year? Last year. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do anything until then. It's like, damn, hard, hard to please. Like, we haven't done shit yet. I know, because I, I, I think that the reason why, like, because we could we had jobs and so we could start bankrolling ourselves. And well, yeah, we, I mean, yeah, we forced yeah. ourselves to buy crazy, like, equipment so we had to learn. But yeah, I had, like, a year. Like, it was 2009, then you learn how to write and you start doing stuff, like, a year. Because, like, a year and a half later, like, uh, Jimmy said, and Emily's in the band. And yeah. y'all had already been doing stuff prior to that with a, with a different singer and... and and from what I've seen, at least, because, I mean, I wasn't around y'all at that time, um, y'all did quite a bit of shows with other singers. I mean, we, we made how many songs? Seven? No, we, we made nine. nine. Yeah. We, yeah, we wrote nine songs. Not very great songs, but enough nine. to where we had enough, like, for a revolving, like, set list. So yeah. as soon as we had the nine, we're like, let's go. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's start playing. And it, it, yeah, and I think I think at the time was only like metal shows that are metal, like hardcore. Was yeah, like, during that time, that was like a big boom of like, uh, I wouldn't even say like, because now I feel like it's a lot of grindcore. And, and I call it like the screamo hardcore era where like everybody and their mother was like screaming into their mics. Yeah, I was enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember specifically. I mean, there were some really great bands. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember specifically there was like one of our first shows um, at the V in San Diego. Uh, okay. Was um, I remember being stoked because there was one band that they got up, they set up, and then they started playing like like a synthy loop like on mm-hmm. their on their phone, like and it sounded all serious and it was like and then, and then as soon as it finished their their drummer did the and then they just went straight into a a breakdown screaming right and I'm like oh that's so cool wow that was so like well put together and man like how they planned like that synth thing and man and then it led to like that and and then there's like a breakdown and man this is the coolest thing I've ever seen and then the second band comes up and they play but yeah and then they start playing and um and the drummer's like hey where's the um where's the aux cable and i'm like wait why is he asking for the aux cable also Uh and so he plugs in his phone plays a similar version of the same synth like thing where 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 it's all serious but like you know and 
And then the same thing, breakdown and screaming. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, they're copying that band, right? And then no shit, third band. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, what's what's this band going to do? And they get up and they're like, hey, man, we're going to be upfront with you guys. We have the same intro planned. <laughs> like we have the same synth thing and played a similar synth thing, went straight into the breakdown. And I'm wow. like, oh, man, I got to go. I'm like, man, this is horrible. <laughs> and I'm feel, like, <laughs> I feel lame. <laughs> That's what we did one time. But like, it wasn't like, it wasn't a synth thing. We did like the outro to Dexter, like the out, the little outro thing to Dexter. Yeah. We did that and they went into our set. Or right, we, uh, <laughs> we've done it though. <laughs> we literally like had no intro planned. We were just going into it. Like, yeah, we're like, I think we always planned intros like during practice and then when the show came up we were just like like uh, no yeah like let's just start the set and then we just start start playing we were just like that's the thing though. like you're just in a different genre like y'all are pop punk yeah and um it was just a different genre and that's kind of what you have to do though mm-hmm. you kind of have to join those different sets that uh shows in the beginning because you yeah. don't have a choice i know eventually you do have you you got to the point you're at the point now where you can pretty much pick and choose and you can ask somebody and they'll be like yeah dope yeah let's get okay we'll buy on there no it's um good. without and that's the reason i'm saying it's because it's not a point for you to brag about but that's what i see um from you know the from the outside looking in yeah mm-hmm. that's how i see it um and i will just quickly say because I'm gonna be saying when I started quite a bit um, I was in a band called Abandoned Parish um, no longer around but uh, that's who I'm thinking about so look us up we have one song anyways that song's good dude I remember when I remember when specifically when it came out and I was like hey this song is really good and I just kept hearing it shout out to John Madrano oh okay from Pulses yeah he's the one who recorded it it sounded good I was like man he did a good job it's very uh it's very polished. I like, he like, did. I like it. He did good to us because we had another one before, which we recorded with like um, a rap producer. Okay. And so it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was really bad. And it was, was like it after like a rap break in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like after our very first show, which was in the middle of a field in Lyford. Come on, come on. <laughs> get up, get up. No, <laughs> we had that though. Uh, I guess th- that was kind of like my influence though into music. Like my influence was, was weird. Uh, I've always like I grew up listening to Blink-182 because my older sister but then I've also uh, grew up listening to like DSI Pantera uh, Mana Marth like these different because of my sister still Mm -hmm. like she had a a different range and when I was starting and it was in a metal band so uh, Pantera was my main influence but the influence that I had that said that made me go you know what I want to start a band I want to be a part of something was just watching live videos of the of of them like the live videos of, of just seeing like Phil and Selmo, Dimebag, um, just playing. I wanted to feel that same energy, that same feeling that they had because they looked like they were having like the the most fun in the world. Was there anything like that for y'all or was it just strictly the music? Like, um, I, well, uh, what about you, Mar? Well, I don't know. Like to me, it wasn't like so much like watching like bands play, like, mm-hmm. like live shows. Um, what made me feel like oh we need to do that because it looks so much fun is if we used to go like to just shows like yeah. I think once Jimmy's with, brother would play in uh-huh. 
And like, now that I think of it, the crowds weren't that great, but just because people had like the guts to go up there and play. Yeah. Like music they wrote, I was like, hey, I want to do that. And then like, I think shortly after we were like talking about doing it. Let's do it. And then, I mean, we didn't actually do it till like years, you know, a couple of years later. <laughs> we it's a lot of talk, man. <laughs> yeah, like, we were a lot of talk for a long time. And then, yeah, we were. And then, uh, but yeah, that was like being the main, you know, catalyst to it where we just like, hey... I want to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's fun just like having something to do. Yeah, and the scene is very very weird um, here in the valley. Didn't y'all? Um, if I remember correctly, there was like a small group of, of bands from San Benito that kind of did shows together, mainly. Or am I thinking of that wrong? No, no, no. That, um, that is that is true. Well, we had two things that we did like that because oh, we were brilliant pop. Is that the one? Kinda. Um, I remember um, we started booking shows in San Benito very early on. Like, I think we had only been a band like less than a year. And the person that was throwing shows in San Benito was moving. And so she wanted someone to keep it keep it going. And so she, um, she asked me to do it. And I had never done anything like that. Um, but I was lucky to have people that wanted to help me and that was like yeah like we'll make a flyer and there was like um like other people that were like yeah we have a pa like if you want it you can keep it Mm -hmm. and stuff so like it was really cool um um that they had so much faith or like so much faith in me to keep that going Mm -hmm. and then i just started booking like just because I learned early on that people were not going to book us unless we were like really good friends of, yeah. of them. Yeah. And, and for some reason, um, even if we did get booked, we were going to play first yeah. or we were going to play last. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so like, I didn't want to complain about it. I would just rather like do it myself. Mm-hmm. And so, and so at that point, um, I would just book bands who I knew and most of the bands uh, like that I knew were from here, which, which was, you know, like our band, it was uh filthy rabbit from San Benito. It was, and the hero prevails from San Benito mm-hmm. and, um, and just bands like that, that I didn't even like some of them. I didn't even know were like, were in town. Like, yeah, you just knew of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool. Um, like I remember I, I felt really cool booking five foot five because they were, a very popular band when I was in high school Mm -hmm. and then just being out and just like being their friends and stuff. I felt really cool booking them and they had like great songs and everything. They still have songs up and they're really great pop punk songs. They're very like, like, um, monster is like one of the greatest songs I've heard. It's just a great (laughs) song. It's just, it's, it's like the perfect pop punk song. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was because Mario and you were saying earlier too. Now that we're talking about local bands here, um, that there were y'all went to shows and that like seeing the bands go up there, um, and you wanted to be a part of that, wanted to do that. Um, were there certain local bands that you had enjoyed because y'all went to a lot of shows where they're like, oh, this band's gonna play here. Let me let's go ahead and check them out here. Or it was just you were going no, to shows. No, I, I think then it wasn't like it, I didn't have like any interest in like any scene. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we just happened to tag along because Jimmy's brother was playing. <laughs> <laughs> and we just had nothing to better do being, yeah. like, in high school. Like, I don't yeah. think we had jobs yet either. And so we would just, like, walk. And I think one time we hitched, like, we got a ride with a weird Mexican crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he drove us to the show. <laughs> Mario was so dumb when that happened because Mario said yes. Um, I remember my brother was playing up the street, like, um, like if anyone has ever lived here, they know that there's that there's town, and then there's like out in the fields. Yeah. And for some reason, my brother was playing a backyard show that was out in in the fields. Yeah. So we're like walking there, and at first we were cool with it because there's like street lights. But once you get to a certain point, yeah. there's no street lights because you're not within town now. You're in like the farm roads, so it's just dark. And this one car pulls up really slowly and is like, they're like, hey, like, do you guys need a ride? And, Hello, boys. And it was me, Mario, and it, it I got was some me, candy. Mario, and Eddie. And I was like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this. And Mario right away, he was like, no, yeah, sure. Come on, let's go. And, and so and so we're like, oh, so we get in the car. And luckily they were they were very like. Like, they were, like, telling us, like, you know, you shouldn't be out here doing, like, you know, like, way out here, like, by yourselves and stuff. And so they kind of, like, lectured us in Spanish, and then they, like, dropped us off. And then we, like, and then we went to probably one of the douchiest shows we've ever been to, (laughs) where um, they didn't like my brother's band because they were, like, punk ska, and they were all, like... Oh, yeah, that's when he was playing Skull, right? Yeah, yeah, they did not like them. <laughs> and it was just, like, straight-up punk or what? No, they were, like... They had a trumpet player and everything, didn't they? Um, like, um, yeah. No, I'm not yeah. talking about your brother's band. I'm talking about the bands that were oh, there. Oh, no, um, they were they were mostly, like, grindcore. And, grindcore? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's um, diminished a bit yeah. in the scene now. Yeah. Where people don't really care too much about the genre. Mm-hmm. And they just care about music, which is pretty cool. But, like, back, I remember back yeah. in the day, it used to be really, yeah, like, very... cutthroat. Like, yeah. if you're not a part of this scene or if your band's not this type of music, you're not good. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> yeah, but talking about the scene, I think it goes to, like, cycles. It, and I think, yeah. yeah, even before we came along, I'm pretty sure there were cycles before those cycles. Yeah. And I feel like we've, I've seen, you know, during our time, we've mm-hmm. seen it where it, first you would, you know, see that there is, like, just one genre type shows. Really. Yeah. And then, and it's slowly gone. And then also like the type of music that was popular at the time. So I went from like hardcore and you know, screamo to like, there's that the moment in like in the, like 2010, 11, 12, where uh-huh. it was like indie. Yeah, like everybody had like a, like oh, the strokes yeah, kind of sound. I think I think that's also the scene you hang out with because I don't remember that, but that's because no, the, we were, yeah, we would play with them like at, I hate at gallerias so and I don't know where and then yellow <clears throat> ah, is that their band? No, 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 no. They're, no, they're good though. Like I was the exception. I I played on the on that <clears throat> build you had made in yeah. uh. Uh, it was at the Rasaka. Yeah. And that was dope. I mean, when they were playing, bro, I was I was dancing. Yeah. I was river dancing. I'm like a lion. They had 20 minutes and they had like... There's only every, two of them. Yeah. And everyone was like, hey, can they still like go? And I think I looked to whatever band was playing after them and I'm like, hey, like, like is, is that cool? And the band playing after them were like, yeah, dude, like, I want to see this band play more. Like, I don't <laughs> care. It's, yeah. It was cool. It was their, their, their dynamic was real cool because it yeah. was just two of them. One guy on the piano who yeah. could sing, like, yeah, really dope. Yeah. yeah. And then the other guy, what was the other guy doing? He, um, I know he had, like, a, like playing, a floor. Yeah, he was. A floor he was, bass drum. He was playing four, floor 
bass drum, and he was just he was just like shredding. That's it. On the guitar. His name is Ray, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. He's really nice. Yeah. Do they do anything anymore? Uh, I ran into him at the store once. He was like, he we, we both recognized each other just from like the yeah. times we played. Yeah. And then like we felt, I felt well, obligated. I need to say hi, so I said hi, and he's like, yeah, man, I've just been busy. I, don't with know. I follow them on on Facebook, and they're always doing something like incredible. Yeah. That's not music. We're that's like, crazy. we're like, 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 see one of them, like going like mountain climbing. And stuff, <laughs> yeah, and, like, we're like they're like we're in Brazil and they're like we are in Colorado, like on this big huge like mountain. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, man, what do you guys great. do? They're, they're freelancers. Yeah, they're like uh, maybe he makes music. Who knows? Yeah, like, they're like Mumford and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> but I think now I think it's gotten more to the point where. You know, it's not yeah. not an issue anymore. What time? It's all mixed now. Like, yeah. Well, I would say though, um, when it comes, it's really hard to mix in metal into like a softer genre. Yeah. Um, I could see it with punk and yeah. hardcore. That's great, but like to do like punk and then or to do like metal and then indie. Yeah. That show, I was really worried about. Yeah, because you had us on last. Yeah, because I remember Curious booking. Yeah, and I did that on purpose. <laughs> there was because, us and Lucid Decree. Yeah, I put you guys last because I was afraid that if I put you guys first or in the middle, everyone would like be like, "Nah, I'm not feeling this." And yeah, then, and just leave and then fucking leave. Yeah. So I put everything soft first, mm-hmm. and then at the end, everyone was really into it. Like was everyone was surprised. very, very, very into it. The floors were very slippery and I yeah. fell. Yeah. And I slid like six feet across the floor. I remember that. <laughs> oh my God. But not Dude. like I did it on purpose because I fell and then I was on the ground and I just like went woo and I was like played it off. <laughs> I remember <laughs> it was um, ridiculous. Oh, what's his name? Ted? Ted. Grabbed uh, my cowbell and just started like wailing on it. Yeah. And just ran throughout the whole crowd wailing <laughs> on it. He was just like <laughs> We had a lot of fun. He's super enthusiastic. We yeah. had like one of our friends who was like a roadie he like picked up our shit mainly yeah. like he did what I didn't want to do as a singer <laughs> like the typical singer like, if I make an excuse to not yeah. do anything after we're done. <laughs> I have my microphone guys we're good to go yeah, <laughs> that's my cable yeah that's, that's, that's the actually the only thing I ever brought to a show was a microphone I always carried a microphone because I don't want to use anyone else's yeah. everyone else's is shitty plus spit and gross anyways yeah, um, yeah he we had a roadie he just gave him his our bass because mm-hmm. it was like a real simple bass part and then yeah. you just start running around with the cowbell. <laughs> it was fun. But, um, no, I, I mean, yeah, the, that, that's a really hard show to kind of pull off too. Um, just with, with that type of mix. I feel like it's yeah. really hard to get that right, especially like with the crowds that you want to bring in. Uh, softer music and harder music is real hard to mix. Not yeah. a lot of people are going to like the harder music. Yeah, like I remember, um, I know I have this thing where if I'm dealing with something very intense, I tell myself, okay, I'm going to re- remember this one day and I'm going to laugh about it. And like one of them was when my dad was building like a tool shed and he told me to just hold the roof because on, one of the walls, because, <laughs> because one of the walls wasn't, wasn't right. So he yeah. took down a whole wall and I'm literally carrying the roof of of this like huge shed and I remember looking down and just seeing like a bottle cap in the dirt and just being like this is the worst pain I've ever felt and I'm (laughs) going to remember this and I'm gonna laugh the second time was that show (laughs) sitting there and looking at the crowd and just being like man this is so painful I don't know if anyone's gonna gonna leave the show hasn't even started yet and I I 
And I remember everything I was feeling like is, was this the right thing to do book like soft bands and very heavy bands? I am so scared. Like I remember that fear and I said, you know what? I'm going to remember that fear. Cause you don't, you don't want to be like that guy or like that only books a certain type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But then you also don't want to screw everybody over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you got to make some choices where like, you know, fronts. Yeah, you I go, so scared. And I've been wanna, on the, the better end of some shitty booking too. Yeah. I mean, we all have. I mean, at one point or another, any band that's been out there, you're going to be involved in some type of shitty booking. And uh, I will never forget the, <laughs> I always bring up the story of uh, where, was we, where were we at? Because y'all played that night too. Oh, that restaurant. That restaurant. Oh, um, Casablanca in Edinburgh, uh, right across the street from the Spark Plug, no longer there, RIP. Yeah. Shout outs because I love that place. That was like my home. Um, but I don't remember who freaking. No, 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 no. I know who what was the booked band? it. I'm gonna, I know I, who I booked it, and I'm not going to name him by name, but I... Well, let's name the band that he was in. Yeah, no, that band... You know what, man? That, man, I don't even think he's on Facebook or anything, but man, man, I don't know if I should say it. Say it. Well, what's the band? Just yeah. say the band. Okay, so from regrets to romance. Ah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah. Regrets oh. to romance. My God, man, they—they they were fun. They were—they were the. I'm sorry, but they were the worst band I've ever had to deal with. Didn't you Either, book them? I booked them. I've played shows with them, and I've like, and like they've, and I remember their singer tried to friend me, and it was just. Man, I'm so sorry, but this it was the worst experience I had ever dealt with like a band before. Band. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, it's funny. Um, what's his face? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot your name right now. Um, from the Hero Prevails was Troy. A, Troy. Yeah. No, wait. No, Zach. 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 Um, played bass for them a couple of times. Yeah, I um, remember Zach looking so defeated, and I felt so bad f- for him. His ba- his um string r- broke right now. Oh no, it's no. just it's just bad set. Yeah, um, he's, he he put the bass down and he walked away. And I was like, you know what, Zach? I don't even blame you. Man. No, it was it was a, like, that was at the same show yeah. at Rosaka. It was. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Zach's done that twice at two different shows. Oh God! Where he put the bass down and he just left. And then later on, he came back and he tried it again. He's like, maybe they're maybe they're gonna try. And they weren't trying. He's like, you know, put it back down. And I, I feel like he's only meant to play bass. With the I actually met the, the singer at, at a. I was at a party um, when I was in college. Um, it was a dope party because it was just it like was. a like a rock party or whatever. But anyways, I met him there, and he was just like, it's like he knew, like from my memory, <laughs> it's like he knew that all of it was shitty. Yeah. But I mean, shout outs, bro, because you yeah you sucked it up a little bit on that <laughs> one. Know. But yeah, that show was just so bad, and they cut out. They they. Pretty much just said, hey, uh, your set's going to be cut after we played, like, two songs. Yeah. It was like, we're going to have a DJ. And I was like, oh. I just dropped the mic. I, I was so pissed off. I think Jimmy no, was actually no, doing no, sound. No, 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 no. <laughs> I remember what happened. Wait, you were we doing play- sound? Yes, I was oh, doing yeah. sound. They didn't even pay me. And um, and that's because he said there was going to be sound. And I brought sound just in case. Like, like I brought a PA just, just in case because it didn't seem, because I kept asking him, what kind of PA are you gonna use? And he's like, I think they they have one there. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> and so um, so so I get there. There's no PA, so I'm like, all right, I have my own PA. I guess I'm stuck here. You like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we played. Everything went pretty good. Yeah, um, got a good we, set. Yeah, we were. 
Um, like the only thing th- that they said was that we were a little, a little loud. So we like lowered it down and then everyone was, was fine. Yeah. Nick's band played. Obviously his genre isn't for a bar and grill. No, not at all. <laughs> With a kid in there. Why, why is the kid doing in the bar yeah. and grill? Yeah. We were playing a bar and grill, uh, and it was supposed to be a festival in a, or he promoted it as a the festival in a bar and grill, in a bar and grill. And I remember um, when I remember being there when they when <laughs> when they told Nick that hey we're gonna cut your set and there's gonna be a DJ. Nick played the song and he said, "All right, well I guess we can't play anymore." And then they finished their set and Nick said, and I quote, "I hope you guys are fucking happy with yourselves." And dropped the mic. <laughs> and away. I I no I I said something more than that because I was like I hope you're fucking happy with the with your DJ and um, I'm gonna have a better fucking show across the street because like right because they actually told me that they were gonna change it like they dropped they they cut our set yeah right before we went on so I ran across the street because they're actually having a show at the Spark Club yeah. and I was like hey do y'all have a spot for another band yeah and they said yes so yeah. I was like was- all right cool. Was the restaurant like open and like serving food to yeah. people yeah. as this was happening? Yeah, yeah. It was like playing at a Chili's. It was, it was, it was like worse than a Chili's. It was smaller than a Chili's. Yeah, yeah. it was tiny. It was like, yeah, it was like playing at like. Because like I was picturing maybe like after hours, like the no, like, no, 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 no. It, was, it, like, it, was, it like, started midday. Like, it was like four <laughs> p.m. Like they they played when there was light out still. Yeah, there was still like the sun was out. It was hot outside, and, and I was making inside. fun of them because <laughs> they had like I think they had five people in their band <laughs> at that point. So I was anytime I saw them, I was like, oh my god, look at uh, look at Iron Maiden over here. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot there was like, a time where we had like five people. There was like no need for five people in a pop punk band. I know, it was dumb. I don't know. I don't even think we're pop punk anymore now. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. At this point, I don't even care. It I think doesn't it, matter. I think for a while we just kept saying it because it would make certain people mad. <laughs> I, I feel like. I don't know why people should get mad about it. I don't know. There's like people still out there who are like very. Like, but, they were like gatekeep and like. Yeah, but it, it, that, was a, that was a fun show. But I think that, those are the things that, that make you as a band. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you learn from those. And do I regret talking shit at the end of that? No. No. <laughs> they suck. If anything, I, you, you dropped my mic and oh I, no I didn't drop your mic I wanted to and I told you afterwards I, I lightly put it down me, and I yeah. was like I if it wasn't your microphone bro yeah. I would have fucking dropped that shit I think I remember you like telling me that and I actually did not mind that e- like either way like if you like were to like drop it I'm like man I get it like because <laughs> man I was afraid of that like because as soon as we like set up and I saw people eating and stuff I was like man if we get cut like after our first song I am going to be pissed. And so I totally understood. I was like, man, I wouldn't even be upset if he just broke all my shit. <laughs> oh, tell I me would that help you. Just for the microphone. But I, I, we had another song. So another, like I said, we had another show. Yes. And it's crazy because um, at that point, we were still kind of hunting for shows. It was so hard to find shows. Um, and right after that set, when we went to the spark plug, it opened up a whole different window. Like yeah. we started getting shows at that spark. And we played the spark plug maybe like 10, 20 times. <laughs> it was yeah. like a lot of times. But um, I mean, yeah, those are the little things. Starting off is is always hard. You 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 start off with just the idea of being in a band, mm-hmm. and then learning how to make a song, how to structure a song. Um, everything always changes. Um. Did y'all have, I know you all went through different uh, singers, but 
once y'all had like you, uh, Mario, Jimmy, Eddie, was that just like the set? Like y'all, y'all three, like no one had to switch around, um, instruments or anything? No, no, not, not really. Um, um I remember when we, when we first started, um, our first guitarist was our drummer, but she wasn't very good at drumming. So we were like, or she was like, Hey, um, I know how to play um, guitar and I was like okay I mean and then it turns out she was a way better gu- um, <laughs> guitar like amazing yeah we were like wondering why, why did we put you on drums to begin with <laughs> but yeah but then um, and, and I think uh, Eddie actually was gone for a bit which is why she was uh, okay. playing drums like I think Eddie was doing school for a while and then he ended up coming back and then that's why we switched uh, Lena? Lena yeah Lena was the, the drummer then she became the guitarist that's and funny. Yeah, we're like, when that happened, like, why, why did we ever put you on drums? Did we, and then once we kind of switched her to guitar, that's kind of when we had a more easier time mm-hmm. writing. Because, it's so easy to write. Yeah, so he didn't, she was really good at writing leads well, at the time. Um, and and then Jimmy was also really good at writing riffs. <laughs> so it kind of just came together. Um, the lyricist uh, had to go at some point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, if you're feeling uh, in- interested in s- as to what that sounds like, uh, you can probably find some of your songs on MySpace. Uh, you can actually find a lot of, of your music. Not a lot, I would say. A couple, of, like, here and there on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're on, on YouTube. If you want to look it up yeah. with our old singer and yeah, us as younglings, live. yeah, we're there. Yeah, on a quick laugh. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. We thought we were like top we, of the world. Man. God, we weren't even tuned. Man. Yeah, I had a manager at one point too. No. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, quote unquote signed, which was um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It was okay. <laughs> Wait, who was it? I forget. It was Toby. Oh yeah, Toby. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant pop. Yeah, yeah. That was my. You see, um, um, there was um, there's a band currently out now, and this isn't like this isn't like talking crap. On them, this is just. I think me. you're talking crap. No, 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 no. Because I legitimately like them, and they said they were supposed to have a EP like come out, and I'm still waiting on it. Like as a fan of their band, I'm still like waiting on it. But um, I, um, I met um, the band members uh, when I went to their show at at the spot in Harlingen. They're Velvet Youth, right? And and I remember um, I was talking to their bases there there's i think she's their singer too and she was just like telling me like how she is how she wants to do this and how she wants to do that and then um and then later on she she sends me a link to her label and then she like sends me um like something to her she's like doing um her like a demo and stuff like that and like no shit like I had nothing against it. If anything, it made me feel very nostalgic. Where, where like I was like, man, I used to throw shows too, just like you. And I even started my own label, thinking that that it would get somewhere, and it didn't. I I hope yours does. But man, do you make me feel so young, and I enjoy that. <laughs> I am a fan for life now. <laughs> like, 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 and uh, and like. I'm, I mean, I've seen them play once, and you know, it was good. Um, I, I'm still waiting on their demo. I mean, but that's also us. We're early on. We're like, we're we're gonna yeah. write a demo. We kept and, saying it, right? And we never release yeah, a fucking demo. We, we, <laughs> it made me feel so good. Like where I was like, man, like, and then like I remember her saying, like, I just want to be 
where where like you're at, you know, like like past this just, you know, with like a sound and just with everything down. And I remember like being like her and and seeing uh, other bands. Toby. Oh, Toby. Yeah, or, or or just every other band too and just saying, "Man, I just want to I just want to be where you guys are at." Man, that car was so close. Yeah. It's weird, and that's because we're in like the very back. I don't know, but but <laughs> but yeah, it made me feel so good. But yeah, that I don't know why I said all that, but because <laughs> it's where we start. Uh, you know, like the beginnings of bands is what makes the band, and either you can get past it or you can't. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's so many bands that start, but then again, within the year or couple different shows that they play they're already gone yeah or they're just not doing enough shows and that's the hard part too just getting out there and making sure you're you're staying also just timing i think Mm -hmm. a lot of it is timing i think uh we decided to do everything in a time where the show like there's a lot of um independent people throwing their own shows Mm -hmm. like uh what's his name robert gill robert gill robert gill was like so Man, he was, it was so really great. nice. We we literally had no lack of shows because we would always just get booked. Probably we shouldn't have, but like yeah, yeah we were, we always had shows. So shows were probably not as hard to come by, um, because we were just there at now, the right time. And I wonder if that's a genre thing too. Though. So yeah, I was um, you're saying. I uh, wonder if it was a, a genre thing because um, for us, it was at first it was really hard to get booked by anyone we'd you know message out to somebody try to hit up this person try to hit up that person we couldn't get anything um but like i said once we got into that one show we actually i can kind of remember a little bit the different shows we had no we had the venue house show first i think we played there maybe one more time after that but i don't know booking was always really weird for us um, there'd be times where we wouldn't get booked for a good while. And there wasn't that many spots either. Like, how many times did y'all play at a, at a singular place? Like, was it multiple times? I think the only place at that time, which was like, what, 2012? Okay. Was, uh, we were playing at, um, maybe Cops. Lounge, oh, yeah, we were playing bars. A lot. We were, we were playing bars a lot. But like, but like, as far as like venues that but are that's like also all because ages. we ran into just we just happened to run into people where <laughs> they knew places to book us. Like I think uh, Franco booked us at Cops. Yeah, yeah, Franco. We booked met us Franco at <laughs> just by oh, happenstance, yeah. and, you know, like, and Franco just like set us up with shows at the Cops. So from the this. V, it went to the Cops. I, I mean, didn't feel legit until Franco started booking us because then at that point, I mean Franco's. W- yeah. Huge in the scene. Yeah. He's been and in the scene forever. We started playing with like, with like real punk bands where like I felt like, man, like I'm not punk enough to be here. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, but, yeah. but they were so nice and they were so welcoming and it just made me feel like, man, like. Franco was like one of the nicest people. Yeah. Where like I felt like at first because uh, like we were, uh, like we were playing like just so random sets and like random bands and stuff that I felt like man like maybe I picked the wrong like time or the wrong uh genre but like it wasn't until then like because everyone was so nice and and so like welcoming like um like I think there was like Franco there was 
There was like Blaine. Um, there was Steve from uh, Steve from uh, like Bannister. There was like so many people. There were so they like for some reason me being like 18, 19, They looked scary, you know, because because they're grown men. <laughs> but they were so cool and so nice, like that. I felt proud, like fuck, like I'm finally here, you know, like I finally did it, you know. It took me a long time to meet them, those, <laughs> because those are the same people. That started booking us at the end and consistently, like, always wanting us to get on a show. Mm-hmm. And it, they are really the ones that that are that are looking out for you. Mm-hmm. The other places that I was at, the venues, they were, they felt like more buddy-buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, these bands are cool. We're going to give these bands something. And, yeah. And we're not going to give these guys nothing. It's just... I think McAllen feels a lot like that. That's where we were booked a lot. And that's where oh, we had yeah, to go. I think that's yeah, where we're yeah. like... Um, maybe maybe it's just the, the regions or areas because yeah. it is a lot different. Um, I will say that uh, we started getting booked a lot by Louis Blunts too. Yeah. Um, which was... Which was cool. But it's, it's still... It's a different monster though. Like... Yeah. When it comes to like the metal bookings and, and everything, especially McAllen. McAllen's is a weird place, but I feel like y'all still do pretty good over there in McAllen too. We do well. Uh, Brownsville is like a black hole of I don't know what the hell's going on yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brownsville is so weird. Every time we play Brownsville, it's like there's people from Mexico that'll come and see us, and then like they're so super duper stoked, but like I can't understand them. But like they're like, do you guys like Rush? And I'm like, what? Rush? Hell yeah, yeah, like like like, and they're like, man, like you guys sound like like you guys sound like. The, the Mars Volta and I'm like what and, <laughs> like but cool and thanks uh, like thanks uh, question mark question yeah. mark I don't know I don't know I, I never got that like like I don't think I, I mean I, I think I was only booked oh well I mean there's a place now yeah um with Marty now oh yeah at yeah, his yeah. It's coffee shop I mean yeah. but that's a cool like, cool place for yeah. coffee shop type music yeah um so I guess that's not really a place. I mean, it's a place when you uh, for like single artists, which is great. Um, but I don't think there's anywhere in Brownsville now that books. That's for like a full band now. Full band. I well, so. I mean, now especially. I mean, we're in a freaking pandemic. Um, yeah. When I say now, I mean when it was happening. Yeah. Because like obviously then. now there's not shit going on. But uh, last time we got booked there was at the Pit. That's an old oh, like okay old stomping grounds for. And okay. it's funny because we had a uh, when we got booked there. Uh, there was this guy who wanted to do an interview with us mm-hmm. in the restroom. Yeah. And he offered us Coke. <laughs> it, was, it was like, nah, bro, I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> before, before we get this rolling, you want some Coke. <laughs> you know, all, right, like, all right, like, off air, like, we're going to talk about it if you did, all right? Yeah, you really don't have to say yes. Like, <laughs> but, but not but you said you didn't inhale. Um, you said what? I don't know. That's what I, I got that from somewhere. <laughs> How do drugs work? Have you seen a movie? <laughs> no, but um, you said the the, the pit. pit, right? Uh-huh. Man, dude. Okay, and we're like talking about influence, right? Yeah. Um. So okay. So then that actually segues really perfectly. So I have a story that kind of mixes the whole influence in very, very, very good. So, <laughs> so like, um, when, um, when I started the band, um, I got really into a band called the Ataris. Okay. And, um, like, and I had friends like that were like, you know, that were also into them and them and them being like a very attainable band because they would, they would, uh, like play, like play down here, quite a bit mm-hmm. and the singer was very approachable and everything and it was super cool um i bought 
a, a Warped Tour 2009 compilation disc. And I remember it was track four was one of their songs. And I remember being like, man, this sounds a little bit like, like, like me. And then I heard like the whole song and I kind of knew where everything was going. And I was like, man, I wish I could write songs like this. So, but, um, our first singer at the time was just like, she wasn't very into it. Um, when we got, um, Emily, mm-hmm. she was so very down for anything, you know? Yeah. So I started to, to try and write songs like that and it, it, it came off very natural. And so our first EP that's on Spotify, Nostalgia and I, um, that title is a lyric from them. Yeah. Like I took that. <laughs> uh, and the songs are, if not borderline ripping off their songs. <laughs> and um, Musically, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But be- because of this one time where, um, yeah. where um, um, I had never seen them play before and I had always like wanted to, like I was told that it was great. So I, I had... $13 left of like my paycheck which was either to buy uh, like groceries or to go see that show so I went to that show paid my last 13 like dollars and I remember I ran into him very early on like <laughs> 10 minutes in and he was outside oh wait this is two different stories okay so the first story is that he was outside talking to anybody really yeah. so I I started to talk to him and I was like hey uh, like can I get a picture he's like yeah sure so we uh, like take a picture at the time I had a really cheap ass phone and um, <laughs> so it came out all dark and and because he's um, a photographer he's like a pro dude yeah. um, he's like hey um, if it uh, like came out dark uh, uh, find me uh, uh, you know like like whenever and I'll take like a better, a better one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. Um, and then he's like, all right, um, I think I'm going to go that way and uh, get some Burger King. And I look down the street and it's like a whole two blocks, like where it's quite a walk. Yeah. And like me not thinking because I'm so like, oh, cool. And and so I'm like, yeah, cool. And he's like, hey, so and he looks at me and he's like, hey, is that your car? <laughs> and, I'm like, and like me not even picking up on it, I'm like, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, he's like, that's a nice car. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and then so he looks down the street and he looks at me and he's like, I don't think I'm gonna head there now. And he starts walking. And it wasn't until like weeks later that I like, uh, I woke up and I was like, Oh my god, he was asking me for like a ride. Oh my god, I could have like he he could have like dumb. I could have had a longer conversation with him. We could have hung out. We could have been friends. Like it's like oh my god, this sucked. He was like looking at you. Yeah, he was looking, he was hardcore insinuating that he wanted me to take him. Like, yeah. like, he's like, hey, dude, I'll be your best friend if you take me. And it was the most worst. Like, I, I, I so is this like at the pit? Out. Yeah. This is at the so, pit? <laughs> so then uh, later on. So I'm going to confirm. Yeah, yes, yes. So um, they end up playing late. Um, uh-huh. And he's like a little like grumpy. Um, yeah. Like understandable because they were supposed to play at 10. They didn't play oh. until 1. 
And, um, and I remember there being same thing, just weird Mexicans, <laughs> just, just all like punked out, you know? Uh, and then just college kids. And, um, mm-hmm. at the time there was a, there was a band called lunch who wrote like power pop songs. Like they were like Weezer. Oh, okay. Kind of, but, th- but they were super cool. They had a very catchy song called popcorn chicken. I think it's on Spotify. It's a great <laughs> song. Uh, it's about having popcorn chicken. Shout out. Yeah. No, I love that song. It's still one of my favorite songs. And, um, they played first. And then, um, after that, um, the Ataris played and I remember them playing my favorite song in this, uh, like diary. And it's the first song they played and it felt so surreal to hear that song played live and I remember looking back and seeing um, a friend of mine just being so stoked and just singing Um, I remember looking at the girl I was uh, like dating at the time right there and she was so stoked too I remember looking to my right and seeing the whole band lunch Mm -hmm. on the wall just making out with their chicks and I remember just just enjoying the entire time. Like, I remember just feeling like this was the best decision I've ever made. I don't even know if I'm going to make it home, but I don't care. Like, this was the greatest thing I could have ever done. And every song, he gave it all. And that's because there was only like, what, like 25, 30 kids there. And he gave it all. And And after that, I went home and I wrote almost the entire EP after that. And the way that we play uh, Watershed now is the way mm. that he played um, in this uh, like diary. And that's what led to me kind of like, kind of doing what I do now. And it's great. And, and yeah. That's, I think that's like what we, what initially everyone gets into music for. I mean, there's people that are like, that are going to say, yeah, I want to be big. I want to want to make it. I want to have all this money. But initially, when you started off making music or getting into music or just being just wanting to make a band, you just wanted to give that same feeling that you felt, whether watching uh, one of your favorite bands, whether, um, you know, just listening to a CD or two, but just that same feeling of, of either goosebumps, euphoria, mm-hmm. of just music in general yeah yeah music is such a powerful thing yeah um that we all just man you and it can be for anything yeah but it's just i always feel that when you when you're a musician you always just want to give out that feeling and you get that feeling back yeah even just playing in front of in front of five four ten people it doesn't matter yeah um you get that feeling and I know we've all had it at one point or another where mm-hmm. you just play the perfect set. Yeah. Everything just went perfectly. and It's a good feeling. It's a yeah. great it's feeling. It's like, yeah, we nailed everything. And then... Yeah, like, we've, like... when like, Or even when, like, someone's like, says they heard your 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 CD or mm-hmm. song and, like, how they made them feel, that's really crazy. I, <laughs> I never really expected people to tell us any of that. It's, it's, I think that's the, that's the great thing about being a musician, um, and, the uh, partial responsibility of also being a musician. You want to yeah. be able to, you know, give a great performance because no musician wants to go out there and just half-ass it. Yeah. I mean, you're not doing it 
to, you're not going to put it all in there if, mm-hmm. if you're a musician. It's just not going to happen. But yeah. um, I think it's just uh, it's a great... Uh, I think that's what the whole influence thing is about because the influence has made you feel a certain way. Yeah. Whether it be country, rock, pop, metal, uh, freaking jazz... It uh, doesn't matter. They made you feel one way. Mm-hmm. And so you wanted to create that feeling again, um, either for yourself by playing the music or for other people as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where we should kind of end this. It's um, a great note. Um, I think this is going to be a great podcast. Uh, just more to come yeah. uh, from this. Uh, more people will be coming in and out um, from this. Uh, like I said, next time, um, M is going to join us, which is the vocalist of OK Robot. We'll have a different perspective from there and mm-hmm. we'll talk about different things. But I think with this, we should talk about, um, you know, music, of course. Yeah. be number one thing uh, we talk about on this podcast, but just other things that are going on. I mean, this pandemic itself is already a crazy thing for music. Um, it's made a lot of artists here in the Valley and, and everywhere really um, change what they're going to do yeah. to, to give entertainment out to people. Um, so... Looking forward to discussing that with you. Same, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no more. Just touching more or less. um, With each other. uh, With each other. (laughs) On the um, the local community. You want to touch me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think that the the local deal is the greatest part about this whole thing. There's so much talent here in the Valley. There is. We need to touch them all. I was expecting the music scene to be so big when I moved down here. Like, that's... Cause it's so small down here. I know. Yeah, that's true. Lexus like, from, actually, I wasn't expecting the music scene to be so small in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. They're there being flyers, and I'm like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna look up all these bands, and none of them have Facebooks." And I'm like, "Wait, then how am I supposed to? How it's, am I supposed to look them it's up?" It's a DIY thing, I, bro. It really yeah. was, and I was like, "Man, I, so I have to go to the show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to go. I'm only, I'm only here a week." <laughs> like millennial problems. I know. Oh, man. This sucks. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you guys. Have a great day. I love you. <laughs> good night. Good night. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're going to come up with like a really good, like, we're going to come up with like an ending one day. You can make a, did you already pause it? No. We're still going? Yeah. We can just make, we can just make music. Three we're minutes we're left. musicians. We oh, can yeah, just make, we should. We can make an intro. Man, if only we had someone that could, um, you know, help. Wait, we, we do have someone that can help us end. And his name is John C.